Good morning. Today is Friday, March 19th, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopia News. And here's what's happening in the news today. Marty Walsh is now just one step away from being confirmed as our new Labor Secretary as the Senate tees up to vote next Monday. This comes after a 68 to 30 vote in the Senate, which was a vote to end debate and move to the full confirmation. It will be interesting to see if Republicans continue voting against Biden's cabinet with similar votes, generally ending in a 50-50 or sometimes 50 to 49 split if a Republican just doesn't bother showing up. Regardless, it's all but certain at this point that Marty will be our next Labor Secretary, and I look forward to seeing his stances on the PRO Act, unionization efforts in Amazon, and the upcoming infrastructure bill. But more on that later. The entire Massachusetts congressional delegation sent a letter on Wednesday calling for the MBTA to either provide information justifying their recent transit cuts or to reverse them. Quoting now from the letter, We urge you to provide evidence that justifies decreased service despite this robust federal relief, as we previously requested or immediate reversal the recent service cuts, which disproportionately harm essential workers in low-income communities who rely on the MBTA for commutes and access to critical services. This was directed towards the MBTA general manager, Steve Patak. Congress had already secured $250 million in funding for the MBTA and is expected to receive another billion under the American Rescue Plan for transit systems. Despite this, the MBTA went ahead with roughly $20 million worth of savings for cuts across the red, orange, green, blue, and bus services. And while I have already done a lengthy video explaining why the MBTA is in so much debt, it was given the state's desk by design when it was restructured in the early 2000s. I always view these actions through the shock doctrine lens of people who want to cut public transportation, taking advantage of a crisis to do so, when there was no economic justification or public health justification for doing so. In fact, by every metric, cutting public transportation will put people more at risk as people who rely on the MBTA now have to pack into tighter and tighter buses and trains, and this will also hurt our economic recovery. But that's the price some people are willing to pay to cut any public services. On Monday, Massachusetts will be rescinding the travel order that requires visitors from states to quarantine for 10 days. Instead, it'll now be a travel advisory, which will urge, but not require, anyone traveling into Massachusetts, even if you were already a resident, from again quarantining for 10 days. This change comes just as indoor stadiums, arenas, and ballparks can reopen to fans at 12% capacity. Limits on outdoor venues can go now from 100 to 150, and indoor gatherings, though, will remain limited to 25 people. These decisions come just as Massachusetts has hit its one millionth COVID-19 vaccination shot, though the positive test rate has been relatively stagnant over the past three weeks. Fortunately, hospitalizations have dropped by 24% compared to March 1st. As I've said before, this is all just a race of how many vaccines can you distribute before COVID-19 is able to 
switch to a variant, which becomes even more resilient to that vaccine. And we are somewhere in between optimism and cautiousness. So if you haven't already, please do go pre-register for the COVID-19 vaccine. The Massachusetts Senate yesterday approved the new climate change legislation, which will be heading to Baker's desk some point either today or early next week. This is the same climate bill legislation which passed at the end of last cycle, which Charlie Baker vetoed, which passed again, that Charlie Baker then sent back with amendments. Of those amendments, the biggest one that the legislature fortunately did not compromise on was whether or not Massachusetts should adopt the goal of 50% cut in emissions by 2030 or 45%, with the Baker administration wanting the less ambitious goal of 45%. But again, fortunately, the legislature kept its initial target goal. There are certainly some elements of the bill that I will need to wait for experts to go into detail, such as how was the net zero municipal building code changed or tweaked or limited at all. And while this bill was not nearly as ambitious as we need it to be, just passing any climate change legislation at this point is a step in the right direction. And I look forward to reading more into it in the coming weeks. And that's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you all had a fantastic week. Again, please do pre-register as soon as you can. Check the different vaccine waves to see if your job or any sort of a medical condition you may have qualifies you to get it early. Encourage your friends and family to do the same. If you're running into any conflicts, please reach out to me. But besides that, take care and have a great weekend.